You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, November 11th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Manic Monday. And first and foremost, we want to say happy Veterans Day. We uh, honor all of the veterans that have served our country. And uh, we're so grateful for obviously what you do. And uh, uh, there, there's a lot of, lot of different things going on for veterans, uh, free meals, etc. And uh, take advantage of those. But again, uh, we are extremely grateful for what veterans do and how veterans serve our country. I'm excited for Manic Monday for a number of different reasons. Number one, I get to be with you one more time. I was away, as a matter of fact, and I'll talk more about this. I was in Costa Rica uh, for a wedding, and I'll get more into it on the weekend edition uh, from the press box to press row. I'm just glad to be here. I mean, some of the mountains that I had to had to had to climb with my vehicle were like straight up and down. It was so crazy. You had to have a four by four. So I'm just I'm just happy to be with you first and foremost uh, on today, as a matter of fact. And uh, uh, again, we had our last HBCU football daily podcast last Wednesday. So thank you for being patient with us as we get things kicked off uh, on Monday. So let's take a look at week 11 of the HBCU football scoreboard. One of the reasons I'm excited because of this first score, West Virginia State defeated Willing 24 to nothing. So what this means, West Virginia State and Notre Dame get together on Saturday, okay? It's going to be for essentially for the MEC championship. Now, the most that I be, I don't know how the MEC does things in terms of if you have the same conference record, does it count as a as a tie uh, for for the con? Because right now Notre Dame has one loss and West Virginia State has two losses. If West Virginia State wins, then both would have two losses. But does does the do the Yellow Jackets become champions because they beat Notre Dame head to head? Who, by the way, lost to Glenville State uh, on on this past Saturday. It's interesting. Either way, who would have thought that the Yellow Jackets would be in the position that the Yellow Jackets are in terms of possibly being? Mountain East Conference champions. By the way, the last regional rankings that came out had um, uh, West Virginia State at number eight. And I, I don't know, did they? Ex- I'm, I'm trying to think if, if the field was expanded in Division Two. They take the top eight teams from each region. I know at one time it was the top six. So um, the win by West Virginia State, um, you know, I don't know how much it helps in the regional rankings. Again, the last regional rankings came out last Monday, but at the end of the day, West Virginia State is still in the conversation. A win against Notre Dame, I'm sure, would propel the Yellow Jackets into uh, at least the top six of the region and a possible playoff berth. Again, there are no automatic playoff berths, um, uh, whether you win a conference or not. The likelihood if you win a conference becomes great, but there are no Guarantees. So West Virginia State is rolling, but one more challenge against Notre Dame of Ohio 
on Saturday. We'll probably talk more about that on Takeaway Tuesday. Alabama A&M, big win over Jackson State, 48-43. to Jackson State had been on a roll. Alabama A&M comes away with the victory. And I tell you what, Alabama A&M continues to play well on its trek for the SWAC Eastern Division Championship. Lincoln of Missouri with a 73-6 loss at the hands of Central Missouri. It's been a tough year as it's been some tough years for Lincoln of Missouri. Miles defeats Tuskegee 20-6. It was the SIAC's Western Division Championship. Once again, Miles goes on uh, to play in the SIAC Championship. We'll talk more about who the opponent is going to be a little bit later on on this podcast. But Miles has just gotten it done. I tell you what, Miles is doing a tremendous job. And, um, wow, another uh, SIAC Western Division champions for the defending SIAC champions. Kentucky State defeated Central State 34-28. It was Shawan ending its season with a 37-20 victory over Lincoln, Lincoln of Pennsylvania, who goes winless on the season. In a shocker, in a shocker, Morgan State at home defeated North Carolina A&T 22-16 and a big win for the Bears, a huge loss for the Aggies, but I'm going to tell you why it's not as huge a loss as you would think as we move on with the Week 11 scoreboard. Shaw ends its season with a 24-21 victory over St. Augustine's. Shaw's had a really, really good season. Had Fayetteville State lost its game, uh, Shaw would have been in the CIAA championship game, if you can believe that. And I think Adrian Jones is doing a phenomenal job uh, at Shaw, and the future is bright for the Bears. Allen fell to shorter, 37-7. Bowie State uh, finishes the regular season undefeated, 60-21 over Elizabeth City State. Bowie State and Fayetteville State going to meet in the CIAA championship game. What is this, the third straight year that those two teams are going to meet in the CIAA uh, championship game? Actually, 17-18, maybe the second straight year. Uh, Maybe three of the last four years the two teams have met. Johnson C. Smith finishes the season strong. 34-6 over Livingstone, who finishes the season not so strong. Uh, Livingstone started the season off 4-0, finishes the season 4-6. Johnson C. Smith, 4-6, has had a really good season again uh, in the next couple of weeks, first of maybe first or second week in December. I give my report card, my grades on all of the HBCU uh, football teams, and Johnson C. Smith, despite a 4-6 record, is going to get a pretty good grade, a pretty solid grade, I should say. South Carolina State defeats Howard 62-21. to So with the loss by North Carolina A&T, South Carolina State now back uh, in the running for the MEAC championship. Uh, it, uh, unfortunately for the Bulldogs, they lose head-to-head uh, uh, when it comes to A&T. Now, with the championship, the way the MEAC does it, if you have, you know, if, if one team is beating another team or you have two teams that have the same uh, win-loss record, then there's a tie. Uh, you know, there's the tiebreaker used, of course, to determine who's going to go to the Celebration Bowl and all of those things. But we have one more score to give you um, <clears throat> that'll really give you the true picture or paint the true picture in the MEAC. Grambling State in overtime. 
over Alcorn State, 19-16. to Don't look now, but the Tigers are playing some really, really good football for Alcorn State. First loss in conference play again opens the door for schools like Alabama A&M and Alabama State still in the running for that Eastern Division crown. It was uh, Lane over Benedict, 30-23. to It was Langston over Texas College, 44-7. to Again, Langston um, looking to be in that NAIA playoff for the third straight year. Prairie View A&M defeated Arkansas Plum Bluff 37-20 for the Golden Lions. They continue to slide, certainly now, out of the SWAC's Western Division race. Tennessee State fell to Eastern Illinois 49-38. Alabama State over Texas Southern 27-21. Texas Southern remains winless on the season Excuse me. Meanwhile, for Alabama State continues uh, to uh, to climb and and, uh, and remain relevant in that SWAC's Eastern Division title. Albany State defeated Fort Valley State forty-two to six in front of I read thirty-seven thousand. 37,000 in Columbus. Albany State now goes to the SIAC championship game. Um, and um, <clears throat> it's going to face Miles in the SIAC championship, a rematch of last year's championship game. By the way, the Tuskegee-Miles game had 23,000. Also a big, big weekend in terms of attendance for the SIAC. And it's no surprise why the SIAC leads Division Two in attendance each and every year. In another shocker, Delaware State. Defeated Bethune-Cookman, 16-13. to A shocker, okay? So now you have three teams in the MEAC with two losses. Uh, Bethune-Cookman and A&T were the front runners. Those two losses now has put South Carolina State back into the conversation. And uh, so a big-time football game, North Carolina A&T going to host Bethune-Cookman uh, on Saturday in Greensboro. That's going to be a huge football game, essentially uh, the winner – uh, takes control, but it's still not out of the realm of possibility. I'll talk more about and break down the details on Takeaway Tuesday. By the way, remember when I said no losses or one loss uh, may win the MEAC title? Uh, forget about it. I mean, we're in a situation now with the way teams are playing that maybe three losses could win it. Uh, it's just it's just interesting. Morehouse defeated Clark Atlanta 40 40- to 39 Clark Atlanta winless on the season they had uh, in excess of 8,000 at Morehouse Norfolk State defeats North Carolina Central 38 to 21 so North both both Norfolk State and North Carolina Central outside shots both with three losses I tell you what if the Eagles had won that football game two losses you're talking about now the Eagles along with South Carolina State Bethune Cookman and North Carolina A&T the Eagles missed out on a prime opportunity in a big time football game the battle for virginia virginia state defeated virginia union 27 to 24 neither team is going to the ciaa championship however i think for virginia state uh i think it solidifies them as a uh, a division two playoff team you never really can tell we'll see once the rankings are released next week fayetteville state ends the season strong 31 to 17 over Winston-Salem State. Savannah State, unfortunately, not able to go to the SIAC championship. I'm, I'm presuming ineligible, but a big win, 49-19 to over Edward Waters, finishes the season strong, does Savannah State. Southern defeated Virginia of Lynchburg, or the Virginia University of Lynchburg, that is, 58-7 to 
And in our final game, Hampton falling to Charleston Southern 27-20. to That game was in overtime. I tell you what, I had a chance to see Charleston Southern in person. Not a bad football team, but, I mean, if Hampton wants to be, you know, competitive in the Big South, I mean, that's a game you got to win with Hampton still having uh, uh, the, the cream of the crop uh, in Kennesaw State and Monmouth uh, remaining on the schedule. Uh, so Hampton obviously not going to be part of that Big South crown this year. So that's a look at the HBCU football scoreboard for Week 11. You can log on to our website at BotchToRow.com to see the scoreboard in its entirety. And, uh, again, don't keep the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, a secret. We're going to continue this thing through every day, Monday through Friday, in essence. Of course, I was gone towards the latter part of last week, but in essence, Monday through Friday uh, until uh, up until, of course, the Celebration Bowl. So you don't want to miss that. Tell a friend about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. They can listen online. Of course, download at our website at BoxToRow.com. Talk with you on Takeaway Trying, you know I'll be lying, saying. Ooh.